Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You know the show, you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm back in Phoenix, living like it matters. Wonderful trip, wonderful trip to Indianapolis, Indiana for the Super Bowl. Outstanding Super Bowl. I, I really cannot complain, not one single bit about this, this past Super Bowl. It lived up to the hype. Many times... There are events going on, you pay your money, you tune in, you watch, you hope you get your money's worth. Outstanding. I was even happy with the halftime show. Madonna slipped one time. Other than that, I thought it was fantastic. And you know me being from the Midwest, went to the Super Bowl last year in Dallas, just concerned about possibly what could happen with the weather. The weather was outstanding. I mean, the, the sun opened up and shined on the city of Indy. It was an it was an outstanding Super Bowl. I think the people there, uh, hospitality. I mean, they were very hospitable from every aspect. Uh, for those who were in in a service position uh, to assist you with your rooms, with your hotels, with your car, the waiters and and, and waitress in the restaurants. Uh, it was it was just it was a fantastic Super Bowl. I think it's. Already, the numbers have come in. Number one, I don't think anything has beat it. So that's, uh, and kudos, kudos to the National Football League. Remember now, this was a, a season that was abbreviated. There was a work stoppage. There was not time to prepare like you do for the normal season. And look how it ended up. Now, again, I guess that's a testament to the young men on how they prepared themselves physically and mentally to prepare a game that is is tough on you mentally and physically as a Super Bowl. And, and the game can be tough on you both on the field and off the field. You have to be prepared to accept the challenges of criticism and also accept the, uh, the embracement of the fans and, and know how to deal with that in such a way that you don't start believing the hype. Yeah, because if you start believing the hype and you get caught up in it, you know, sometimes, you know, it just, it, it you can't believe everything you read in the papers, good or bad about you. You just can't do that. But uh, let, let's talk a little bit about the game. I'm now being joined by my man. You know, I call my man the Spartan. 
And that's big Ike. Uh, Ike, I'm just, you know, first of all, I, I got to say this before me and I get into it. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to also be sure to recognize and thank uh, my friends, our friends here at Voice America. We want to thank everyone uh, from the NFL alumni. Of course, uh, we celebrated by broadcasting live on NFLLegacy.com, uh, the 12th annual player networking event. It was just an outstanding event. Our, our special guests and special host for us uh, was uh, Spencer Tillman, you know, just a class young man, class man, everything about him, first class CBS broadcaster, uh, one of us, a member of the fraternity. He was there, hosted, did an outstanding job. Uh, he was he was joined by uh, who, what we thought certainly will be, but we thought perhaps maybe that he might get that phone call, uh, Will Shields. Uh, former NFL player waiting to get that phone call next year. Uh, but he was the first ballot Hall of Famer. Will was participating in the Player Network event. Uh, I want to thank Will for showing up. Uh, hey, big dog Vernon Davis showed up. Uh, and Vernon, man, he had an outstanding booth over there uh, displaying his his new uh, furniture uh, interior design company that he has. And, and I'm going to get you some more information on that. But, again, Vernon showed up, had a great time uh, with Vernon. It was something special. You know, you, you have somebody that... You know, if it wasn't for a play here or there, he would have been in the Super Bowl and uh, still came out because the man is handling his business. He handled his business on the field, and now he handles his business off the field as well. Uh, Vince Papali. Vince dropped in. You know, Vince, of course, Vince goes back. I know Vince from when I came into Philadelphia. He was no longer playing with the team, had retired. Uh, but Vince from Invincible. Uh, Vince was uh, somebody who was given an opportunity. I think Vince was bartending at the time, and I think Mark Wilbon played, uh, you know, Vince Papali in, in the movie. Dick Vermeil gave him an opportunity. And before you know it, uh, Vince was on the team and got a chance to see Vince. Want to give a shout out to Vince and, and thank him for stopping by. Uh, of course, uh, the president of the NFL uh, alumni, the executive director George Martin, was there, and it was good to see George out. George celebrating and and also embracing what we're doing here at Voice America and and that meant the world to me to see him there to participate and uh, he and uh, Spencer got a chance to spend some time together and and then the president of the board Joe Pasarsik was there and it was good to see old Joe Joe and I are buddies from way back in the day Joe has a unique way of throwing the ball when he played for the Giants and you know obviously when I was with him a teammate playing for the Eagles has a unique way of when he releases the ball, he keeps that one finger down. It's the last finger that leads the ball, and it's a spiral every time. I've never seen Joe Pisarsi ever throw a duck. Never. Never throw a duck. But we had an outstanding broadcast from 2 to 6 at the Hyatt there in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. And uh, uh, first of many outstanding things you're going to see, original content, repurposed content we the, the goal of the channel is to engage inform and entertain those fans across the world because as far as i'm concerned legacy starts and stops here but man you got to know football sports period it's the greatest entertainment in the world, so we want to do that. So I guess time for me and you to entertain a little bit right now. Man, best reality uh, if you ever wanted to see it rave sports <laughs> best reality tv training camp <laughs> Man. Tell me about it. Ooh, yeah. Still got a mark right here where hey. Jesse Sapulo came hey. up and hit me. Man, hey. the, the, game, the game will leave its mark on you. 
the thing Pain. is, will you leave your mark on the game? Woo. Bottom line, that's it. Legacy. Well, I tell you what, speaking of legacy, and speaking about leaving a mark on the game, I just couldn't wait to get in because I wanted to talk some <laughs> football with my man. Because See, I was in India, and, and, and my man Ike didn't make that trip with us, so he was holding the fort down Had here to. and couldn't wait till I came back because there was a ball game going on. Eli and Tom. I mean, that's really, it was, just, it, was, it was Eli against Tom. That's what it was. I know it was the Giants and the Patriots. But there was there was something going on here. It was almost like Eli was playing against his big brother because this is somebody else that didn't want to give Eli, you know, he can't get his props from nobody. Nobody wants to give Eli any respect. And this is a man who came in the league and took his respect. They forget that San Diego yeah. drafted Eli. Eli said, I'm, I'm not going, I'm not playing in San Diego. Mm-mm. I don't want to go to New York. I want to go play for a car seat. Make it happen. I want to go. I make, want to go there. Make it happen. And so Eli's been fighting for his respect. Eli, t- listen, Eli, he might, he came in and kicked the door down. How many people come in the league and say, "I'm not doing that"? Everybody comes in the league like like they say, "Well, you know, it's a privilege to play in the National Football League." Eli came and said, "Listen, y'all better be glad I'm here. It's a privilege." That y'all have the opportunity to work with me, because yeah. I might go someplace. I might go to Canada or something like that. You know, we had somebody when I was in college at at the Ohio State University who pulled one of them on him. Tom Cousino. He went. To, yeah, he, he went did. to Canada. Yeah, he went to Canada and got that big money, Quick two million, and then came back. You know, to the league. But Tom, he, you know, boom. Quick two million. Up went, there. To, went to Canada, got that money, came back down here. You know, didn't work out. You know, like he thought it was going to work out down here. Mm-mm. But but still, but but let's get back to Eli. Now, it's normally the case that if, if, if you're the champ, you know, and you, you, you want to be known as the greatest of all time or somewhere in that, you know, mm-hmm. you got to perform and you got to do what you got to do. And then it, it, it comes with it. You get the respect you deserve. Mm-hmm. And, and Tom is, you know, people starting to talk about Tom Brady as perhaps maybe the greatest quarterback in the National Football League. I mean, they're talking him, him and Joe Montana. It's the rings. The rings will justify. And so he, he's, he's, he's almost there. But when they say that, it's almost like boxing. If you're going to be the best, you should beat the best. Yeah, who was that guy you should do that in wrestling? If you're going to be the best, you got to beat the best. You better come with it. That's right. You better, and that's, it's known like, that boy. Bo- known like that in boxing, too. Nature Woo. Boy, that's right. But in, but in boxing, that's normally what it is. And so even Mayweather right now, Mayweather and Pac talking about, okay, who the best, but for some reason, fight. they got to fight. Got to fight. So Eli said, okay, you want to fight? We got to fight again. Let's fight. Man, didn't I whoop you once in the old Super Bowl? Then I came back, I had to fight you again this year, I whooped you. You want to fight again? So I want to know, why is it that Eli cannot get any respect when, you know, the hell with it, man. He's taking the greatest one, certainly somebody, if you name... Four quarterbacks, the mm-hmm. greatest of all time, Tom mm-hmm. Brady going to be there. You know, it might be the first name mentioned right now. And it's certainly the present day people, mm-hmm. th- that's who they think it is, Tom Brady. Okay, so if Eli has beat him three times of the three times they played, then what is he? What is he? What is he? And, and two of them have been Super Bowl. So why can't he get any respect in terms of, you know, people saying now, well, no, Eli's not better than Tom Brady. Why the hell is he not better than Tom Brady? I, I think it's this, right? I mean, when you, when you, when you look at anything, in sports, what does it always come back to, my man? Some type of comparison. 
Okay, I mean, I don't know what level you have to get to. Obviously, Tom Brady's there. I mean, we're comparing uh, elite. I call him elite because you can't spell elite without Eli. So I call elite. His name is Elite Manning. And and why are we even trying to compare elite to Tom Brady? Go ahead. I mean, Tom Brady is in his own category. No, I think Tom, you're going to compare Tom should be compared but to Eli that, as opposed fine. to Eli being but, but, compared but to that's Tom. Going to, right, what I'm saying. It, Tom's got his own category. I mean, quarterbacks are getting compared to him. I personally think Eli is starting to separate into that his own category. Yeah, because because here's what you're saying. I think I'm following you on this. Tom has his own category because Tom is you know one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And so if you're going to Compare quarterback. You got to start there, and you're going to look at Tom. Okay, if he is he is he the best of all time? Okay, is he better than Tom Brady? The best of all time, Tom Brady, Joe Montana. Those are the quarterbacks that are considered the best of all time. Terry Bradshaw, someplace up there. I think he got about four rings too. Okay, so Eli now, and this what makes Eli's conversation so interesting is that Eli gets to go head to head against the one that's considered to be the best, and if he beats him. Then why shouldn't he be the best? Why why are people not thinking that Eli belongs in the conversation? They didn't even want to give him the. When you talked about elite, he had to defend himself as if he should be in the conversation of elite quarterbacks this year. That's what this was all about for That's him. That's when it started off the beginning yeah, of the year. They, why ask the man that question? First of all, okay, okay, Michigan State playing Ohio State. Who, uh, who going to win? Well, Michigan State. Okay, Ohio State. What am I supposed to say? I'm supposed <laughs> to say Ohio State. You know, come on. Right. Why ask a man a dumbass question unless you want to get a dumbass answer? You know, and so my point is, he gave them the answer he should have given them. But then that's the answer that's expected. But then when you actually go out and do it, then what are you supposed to do? And that, and now they say, okay, well, he might have beat him in Super Bowls, but it, now they go to the body of work. But the comparison, according right. yeah, yeah. well, body of work, Tom Brady is. Put, well, give me a break because your body of work goes to that particular game. Your body of work, yeah, you won the Super Bowls, you got this, you got that, you got all the accolades. Well, now today, what we're talking about in this big game is no more comparison with Eli and Tom Brady. Eli, Elite Manning, is now starting to carve out his own category. Because the bottom line is, this was his best year. I mean, he had phenomenal comebacks all year long. He breaking records in I the mean, Super Bowl. Doing nine, it. First nine passes, complete now, Super Bowl record. But this was his best year ever. Yeah, yeah, well, Tom strung together a few. So if you look at a body of work, I know where they're coming from, but it's almost like that pedestal, you know, where you got to go through something. Well, I mean, the Giants keep going through New England like no problem. Well, and, and the only way they go through New England most of the time, with the exception of this year, they had a, a regular season game, but it's usually in the big game. It's the big boy game. And you beat him in the big boy game. And listen, talk about body of work. Listen, my body of work only needs to be enough to get me to the big boy dance. If I get to the big boy dance. No matter how I get there. That's right. You know, and it still goes down the wins. Now, they, they did throw something in there that this is the first team that I think had seven losses to win a Super Bowl. I don't care. Whatever it takes to win, just win, baby. But I don't care. So what? I got seven losses. We, but you know, we won. You know, you know what that 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 that's starting to look like too, Ray. Because even Green Bay did it last year. They had the nine and seven, ten and six, whatever it was. Ended up making the run, getting to the bowl. It's almost like, man, fourteen and one for all these big numbers going in. It's almost like, and it's always been this way. But you better be hot 
when it's time to be hot. And, and that's what the Giants did. After, I mean, they just went on a run, just like Green Bay did last year, defense and elite. That's what did it. No doubt about it. Listen, the regular season is the preseason. That's all that is. It only counts in the playoffs. Win in the playoffs. Because, see, regular season, you win, you play next week. You lose, you play next week. Mm-hmm. Playoffs, you lose, you Sing go up. home. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, they threw something up there and said, Ray, take a break, take a break. You listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America <laughs> Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Got my man Ike in the studio with me. We'll be right back. We're going to talk more. There's one more play I want to compare between Eli and Tom. It's a big one. You'll like it. We'll be right back. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. You may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You hear that music, you know the show. He does the rail of sports on the Voice America Network. Well, some got you hot. Yeah, man, I'm going to tell you what. The first thing I want to do, before we go to the other thing, I said thing, yeah, it's a thing. The other thing we're going to talk about. First of all, I just want to talk about Eli. Elite. Elite. It makes one of the greatest plays in history of the game. This is a rematch. Not only is this a rematch, Tom finds himself in a position. He in the same position, Eli. People all over him, swinging on his shoulders and everything. He runs out to the right. He sees his boy downfield, tight end downfield, throw the ball to him. Tom don't make the play. Mm-mm. Big tight end, homeboy, ankle swole up. Nothing uh, wrong with Gronkowski. You know, there was nothing wrong with him. It, 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 it was good enough to party afterward with your shirt off, okay? But you couldn't get up and make the play. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so I mean, Eli. It was. I mean, the game was so similar because again, that pass that Eli threw to his wide receiver mm-hmm. down uh, there to uh, uh, Mario Manningham. No, no, and, and the and the, the great catch. Oh, uh, David Tyree. Tyree. 
See, Tyree made the catch to set up the play mm-hmm. for, for him to throw it to Plaxton and win Michigan the game. Face Barton, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Plaxton win the game for them. Okay, it would have been the same situation with Tom. Granikowski, that wouldn't have won the game. That would have put them in a position to extend the, the points. So, therefore, when the Giants got the ball back, well, the Giants intercepted that pass. But when the Giants would have got the ball back after the Patriots would have scored, it wouldn't have been enough time. Nobody's saying anything about the deep threat that Tom Brady did not well, they, possess. They, they, here they're talking a little bit about that this morning. I caught some of that. Skip them and a couple well, other he guys. He, he they, wasn't going they, deep. They, 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 yeah, he, he didn't have to. And here's the thing about I don't even know why. Here's the thing about you got to at least let Chad run down the field at least two or three times just to scare somebody. Just let him go on the nine and just throw it over his head. Throw it so nobody can't get it. But make him think about it. Chad did catch one ball. One ball. But you can't. You don't. You, you gotta have. You gotta stretch the field. We've known that since we were kids. You gotta do something to stretch the field. And the longest pass of the game was was the one yards. That, see, that's the longest pass of the game. That's not stretching the field. You know. So I'm, I I just want that one play. It was so similar to because it was again just it was a Let play and he just threw it up. Tom's pass was intercepted. And of course, Eli's pass was caught. They extended. And, and don't don't forget, it was intercepted because it was underthrown, underthrown. And Gronk was getting covered by a linebacker, linebacker who got lost, found himself, ran. Never back. gave it. That was a great play. It was a great. That play. was a great play. You know, because we're always taught. Listen, don't don't look back. Don't look back. Get to your man. And he, I mean, he looked back, turned around, looked up. But he ran to the man. He never the he play. never gave up on the play. You know, and and I I didn't notice if he looked back too much. I thought he when when my man kind of slowed down a little bit, then he stopped. He turned around. Then yeah. he turned around. Yeah, he turned but around. He, but, he, but he ran and got to that he shoulder. And then when he got to that shoulder, he looked up, jumped made up, catch. made made that catch, man. But, but that, see, was, that that's one that was thing. a big boy, line, big linebacker. But that's why they did it. Because yeah. if that's a DB, yeah, he makes that catch. Yeah, he went deep. You know, and I, and I'm, I I think that was a broken. It was a broken play, obviously, and I think he just stretched it because there were no safeties nowhere around. I I, I didn't think that that the Giants looked like they were in a man no, coverage. No, that was a that was a that was first call. Down. That yeah. was a planned call. He had Gronk the whole way. Yeah, yeah, but um, what, what was the other no safety? I it like got to be a safety back there. Somebody blew some kind of cover. But then again, Tom scrambled. Tom was out. You know, he improvised, rolled over to his right, stopped, tried to throw it up. Boom! After running into his own man, somebody was on his shoulder. You know, he was almost sacked. Would have been a great play. It'd have been, we'd have been talking about That's it right. as if it was it was the Eli uh, of 2012, you know, almost like Eli, you know, but now he ain't elite, elite. baby. He ain't elite. You got to call him elite. Come but on, Ray. But let's 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 move on with a comparison because I I want to I want to compare Tom and Eli in another perspective, and that is again, you know, they want to give Tom, you know, we Big Ten man, we 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 got to give him credit. Okay, so big big dog. Nice looking guy, you know, handle his business on the field, off the field, mm-hmm. got a nice wife. Beautiful. But wife. but 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 Tom did you, you know, listen, here's what we have to do, you know. When you you and your girl dating, yeah, get married, yeah. you know, just like the just like the San Francisco 49ers, Williams, when when the young man, you know, from Arizona State, when he fumbled the ball, you know, the conversation that his dad Who's I think the manager for the White Sox, one of them, you know, had with his wife was that his son was going to receive death threats. Yeah. Because he's been in the game long enough. He knows what happened. He knows how these fans are. That's why they call fans, you know, fanatical, fanatics, short for that. Crazy. Okay. Tom had to have some point in time or should have sat down and give the wife the speech. We don't criticize 
other players. That's wives can't do that. Mm-mm. Wives should not do that. Never. If me and you gonna have a conversation at home, what me and you talk about at home, it stays in the house. You don't get together with your friends, your family, and talk about other players. Period. And you certainly are not in a stadium, you know, walking out the game and frustrated <laughs> and drop the f bomb about you know some player or multiple players, you know. Freaking dropping the ball and your husband can freaking throw the ball and catch it too. We know that. But you, you, what's the old cliche? Never let them see you sweat. Mm-mm. You got it. Listen, if you're the quarterback's wife, listen, what, okay, he got sacked. I guess the next thing she wanted to say, well, hell, he can't block, throw and catch the ball she too. Probably did. She could have a lot of complaints. But, but, but listen, Tom knows when, when he saw her after the game, she came over and hugged him and kissed him real quick and fast. I don't think she whispered in his ear, honey. I think they, you know, uh, no, no. TMZ she, picked up what she, I said. She actually said, uh, "Have that a great game, or something." You had, oh, you the, did the you best had the, an amazing game. Tom, no, listen. Tom knows what kind of game he had. He don't need her. To, you know, she, she can't be no sports critic. She don't need no that commentary. Need no. Listen, you. What you should have said to me is, you just dropped the f bomb about somebody not catching passes, and you should let me. You should let me know that because that's what I probably got to go and I'm going to go deal with this media right now. Now they, now they hadn't heard it yet. Because in the press conference he wasn't dealing. That's just what came out like the day after or yeah, later that day. Yeah. And he, you know, and now he's got to deal with. So now he's got to deal with that. But you know how that is. That's just that's just a code of conduct amongst the fraternity that they can't conduct them with. You don't sit next to in the stands, and, and and sit in the stands. And and right now the, the mic just we just had a whoop, or a, something a glitch to the mic. Yeah. Well, if you're gonna. You could find out. My man Ike is going to check out and find out what happened with the glitch. It's a technical difficulty, but whatever it is, I'll just continue to have that conversation and like for you to hold on and stay with us until we uh, get this technical difficulty taken care of. But we were talking about Tom Brady's wife, and perhaps maybe it's just my headphones and I can't hear anything, uh, but it could be uh, it could be all the headphones. But I'm not sure, but... Um, let me continue to talk about that. Uh, we're going to be okay? Are we okay? Uh, okay, I'm going to keep going. So here, here's, here's, here's the concern. Is Tom, how does Tom handle that with his teammates? Because what, what I think is going to happen is, is I think that there's going to be a little backlash, Ike. You know, Tom has to, the, the backlash is going to be this. Uh, the players heard it. Uh, the player's wife the players, the players' wives, not just one, but because Wes Welker's not married yet. He's about to marry a, 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 a supermodel, too, I believe. <laughs> okay. uh, but Gronikowski, you know, he dropped a pass. You know, a couple other guys. And he's freaky anyway. Yeah, they dropped, they dropped some passes. Now, here's the thing about it. You walk in the locker room or, or, or no, next time y'all go out to have dinner now, you know, does... Does the wives and the girlfriends come and sit down? Because, you know, girlfriends and wives can kind of get kind of salty, you know, right. knowing you've been talking about my man. You know, now it, <laughs> ma- it, it makes it it makes it very uneasy. So, you know, it's going to be something similar to, you know, what was going down in L.A. with Kobe and Shaq back in the day. Mm. Kobe and Carl Malone back in the day. You know, it was supposed to be something going on with somebody's wife, somebody's girlfriend, you know, try, you know, those kind of things make for an uncomfortable locker room. So for the first time, and as a matter of fact, not only that, I saw Bill Belichick's team act a little different. I see, mm. I saw somebody knock a ball down and stand up like he had it going on. You don't do that with Bill Belichick. That's why Chad Uchocinco came in 
and was very humble mm -hmm. because Bill don't go for that. I heard there was some cats in 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 the club with the shirts off, you know, dancing after a loss. After a loss. See, that's just not typical of a Tom Brady, Bill Belichick team. Are are they losing a little bit of this locker room with the different person? The lady that Tom brings to the table speaks her mind. I doubt if she's willing to apologize for that. I don't think so. I, and this takes me back to one Kurt Warner. Remember, back, remember, remember how Cindy Warner used to get out there and always had a few comp or, or suggestions, I might add, to uh, how the uh, Rams could play better. Yeah, I, and I, I, I've heard, I've heard in St. Louis, the, the media picked up. They gave her a microphone. They made her, she made herself accessible to the media, mm -hmm. and the media was willing to give her the microphone and let it go. And uh, you know, the, the greatest show on turf there did deliver one Super Bowl. But for me, I didn't understand if Kurt was able to come here and take the Arizona Cardinals to another Super Bowl. Why would you let a Super Bowl caliber quarterback go? That's why that point you brought up was so valid. The, lo man. the locker room. Nobody's chemistry. bringing that up, but it could end up being something that's divisive. In, in New England, and I, in that's New what I'm England. saying, for the first time, because so, everybody knows, I mean, Bill Belichick, for the first time in this offseason, okay, I understand that everybody handles a loss different. Mm-hmm. You want them to be a little remorse, a little sad, and you know, it's, it's okay to have a cocktail or two, but you sulking in that cocktail. You're not dancing, and, you know, you know. <laughs> like the Gronk. Yeah, you're not, not as if you won. No, you're not celebrating. You, and don't come with you're celebrating the achievements of the team throughout the year. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> you're trying to get some nookie. No, what's going on? You're you know, trying to get you some nookie. I'm trying to get something. <laughs> but what you're doing is you, you, you can't do that. I mean, you, you celebrate. Listen, when you win, you celebrate different than when you lose. Mm -hmm. When you when you win, you celebrate. You, you know, hey, no holes barred. Do whatever you want to. Good time party within the law. Great time. When you lose. And supposed to be hurt. Oh, I didn't even want to go there. See, I didn't want to go there. You got it. But, and, and shirts off with the all males. I got a little problem there, too. You know, but we ain't going to talk about that, you know. But it was all men, it looked like. Uh, maybe one woman, and she couldn't have been dancing with all them cats out there. And with your shirts off, why you got to have your shirt? Okay, but but still, when you lose, the cocktails now is a little, you know, you sitting down, you're a little bit more, you know, humble. You know, you're trying to go back and look over and talk about it. You, you just don't feel as excited mm -hmm. as you do when mm -hmm. you win. It's a, it's, it's a different kind of party. You totally. know, it's almost like you don't even want the party. I'm just here. It's, you know, man, come I'm on, here. Man. You know, all the people you would embrace, you're like, man, you know, can y'all hold them over there? Yeah. You know? Now, if it's family, you can talk about the family. You can get happy with the family and all that. Yeah, you still want to enjoy yourselves together. You know, hey, we still won. We still played in the Super Bowl. We made it thus far. Yes, but if I put on this video and I put on that video and one's a winning party and one's a losing party and you can't tell which one's something's a winning wrong. and losing party, something's wrong. I just think something's wrong. So those are the things that, listen, you got a winning party, mm -hmm. that, that's a losing party. You got the wife talking about, you know, guys can't, you know, my man can't do it all. He can't catch and throw, you know, and then you got guys, out, you know, mm, right. yeah, swaggers. You got swag. And the only person who's supposed to have swag with the Patriots is the head honcho. That's it. Bill Bell, he got a different kind of swag. 
And you know because it's a sweatshirt cutoff that's, swag. That's it. I'm coming to work. That's I'm, I'm that's, coming to work. That's Bill Belichick. I'm coming so, to work. So I think it's a different Bill Belichick, and I'm not sure if Bill Bill hey, ain't gonna he, change. Is he the genius still? Is he still that genius? Because remember. What did he come in, Ray, as what? A defensive genius. How do you all of a sudden become this offensive listen, mastermind? I like, I, listen, I like Bill, but you know what? I'm a little mad because, see, Bill could have took the Cleveland Browns to the, all them championship games. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm a little salty with Bill, but I like him. But I, but he got Josh McDaniels coming back next year. Perhaps maybe that might change something. Maybe it might give Tom a little bit more, you know, comfort. Didn't hear a lot about that either. Yeah, well, they they played it down, but they announced it today. They they played it down, but they but they announced it. So we're gonna take another break, and, and we're gonna talk a little bit more about that. But but I'll, I'm gonna talk a little bit. That's about one two punch. It. We gotta talk about Peyton now. That's one two punch. Peyton, Peyton just gave him a break. Peyton, Peyton gave. The Super Bowl break because he could have took all the media if he wanted to. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice American Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Got my man Ike the Spartan with me in the studios. Come back with us. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two, and it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Form. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Form, or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Back to the Surreal Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Got my man Ike in the studios with me. And uh, just real quick, some stuff that, of course, is out there online right now. It appears that Ricky Williams uh, is going to hang it up. Uh, Ricky is not going to return to the Ravens. Um, and I like Ricky. I thought he had a productive year this year. Well, this, I mean, if you're going to get out, this is the best time to get out. you got 15 states passed the medical marijuana law. <laughs> Go ahead, Ricky. Get your dispensary, man. Start growing and smoking, man, and live life like you want to. No, I, I kind of think I, I think Ricky's changed a little bit, man. I think, I, think, I, think that was, I think that was his past, man. But, okay. but, cer- but certainly, certainly I think that Ricky had the contribution to the game when he came back. I mean, Ricky's leaving now, but... 
I would have bought him back. I mean, I don't know what, what the what the league requires. You pay him in terms of his, his minimum, but the amount of years he's been in the league, he's still going to make a decent penny. Uh, but if he wanted to come back, uh, I would have taken him back. I mean, Ricky still looks strong. And Had so, a little something in the tank. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and you can sit back and smoke that California Kush all day, man, and still have a few dollars in the bank. What all the right, we're going to move right on. <laughs> we're going to move right on. Uh, it looks like Haley. Kansas City Chiefs, uh, you know, head coach is no longer head coach, uh-huh, but it looks uh-huh. like uh, he's been picked up as the uh, uh, the offensive coordinator for the Steelers. Wow, you want to talk about an ugly little situation because he was also getting courted by uh, Ken Wisenhunt, who is a Pittsburgh Steeler disciple. Right. And also, they really didn't get along when he was here, but obviously, once he got fired from Kansas City, uh, uh, conversation started back up. It was talk that he may be coming back as the OC here in Arizona. Uh, needless to say, uh, here come uh, Pittsburgh. The Steelers come in and snatch him right away. And you know what's interesting? Unless, unless it could be okay. Now you're talking offensive coordinators, okay? And you look at what you have. You got to look at what you got on the on the on the offensive side of the ball here, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what you got on the offensive side of the ball in Pittsburgh. And you know, it could be if Big Ben is healthy. You know, and and you got Ben to work with as opposed to coming to Phoenix and you don't know what you got to work with because Cobb, Cobb is here and he's, he's locked into some big money. But, you know, you could take a bath and say, okay, we're going to cut you. Yeah, we, we're just going to take a bath on that and we're going we're gonna to bring somebody else in. But I, I'm assuming that Haley didn't think that was going to happen. And I, I guess that Haley said if, if I've got the two quarterbacks to choose to work with, if Ken really wanted them back here, because I would tell you what, you know, in terms of, you know, lifestyle and living, Pittsburgh – Come on, man. Pittsburgh and Phoenix. There's no comparison. And he's already lived here in Phoenix, so he knows what the yeah, lifestyle is. I want a ring, though. I want a ring. Well, I want a ring. Here's the thing about it. Do you think Pittsburgh next year is going to be back in the bowl run? It, 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 man, here's the deal. Right? I mean, I, I mean, Tebow beat Pittsburgh. I mean, I'm not going to even Tebow. say. Tebow. You know, you can't have a conversation where I bring a Tebow. I'm, I'm going to go to body of work. I mean, from the Roonies on down. Pittsburgh is always there. I mean, if I got to make a decision business, I'm going Pittsburgh. From top to bottom, the organization's there. I may not get it this year, but in the next two, three, if, if I'm there, I, I got a shot at that ring. So not you, here. So not you, here. You, you, well, why, why not here? I mean, the Cardinals, listen, you, you got to look at the division they play. It. It's going to be hard. Here. You got you got to beat the Ravens every year over there. You got to beat the Ravens every year. And the 49ers do look strong. And, the 49ers and St. Louis is coming back. They got a new coach. I mean, Sam Bradford won't be all that. I mean, right now, the West will get a little, 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 little tougher. I think it's going to be easier to make it out of the West here. Always has been. Than, than out of, you know, the AFC over there. What is that? The AFC, what are they, North? North. Now? Yeah, it's going to be hard to make it out of that. I just don't see that. I mean, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, was, you got man. three, you got three teams that's in the playoffs. Three of them. Cincinnati was in it. Uh, you got, uh, the Ravens Baltimore was in and it. Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh was in it. You know, over here, you got one team that, and they just ran, everybody else was horrible. I'm just thinking Seattle, top you worried about Seattle? You worried about St. Louis? Top to bottom. Look, okay, I just named, that's what I'm saying. Look at Seattle, you gotta be Seattle. You gotta be San Francisco. Now, you made San Francisco the tough. You know, you got the Rams and you got, and the card. Come on, man. This is the easier division, easier chance to make it to the playoffs over here than I think in the AFC dealing with the, you know, the Steelers dealing with the Ravens. And then it came down to some jingle. What was the money like? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, yeah, it could have, it could have. But you're just coming off the head coaching. Yeah. But the quality of life, you know, you know, the quality of life, I I would think that because the people that he had a problem with, unless he had a problem with Larry Fitzgerald. Well, you saw that. 
Well, no, his, his, it was Anquan. His, his problem was with Anquan. It wasn't with Larry. His problem was with Anquan Bowden. I mean, they had to hold him back. They had to restrain him. So, you know, that's what I'm wondering. Why would he not? Anquan's not here. As a matter of fact, now you got to go up against Anquan. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he wanted to go up against him every week. Yeah, but Anquan's on offense. That's you know? right. It wouldn't but, matter. See, that, that's, that's, that's a question for me. But we want to talk about that a little bit. Okay, now, let me just move on. Because there's something else that interests me. You know, the Super Bowl was in Indianapolis. And, and, and they say that's, that's Peyton's place, man. Yeah. That's Peyton's place. That house, that's, that's he Peyton's. built that. That's Peyton's place. <laughs> and so little brother just wanted to come in and say, hey, man, just because my brother ain't here, this is, this is the Manning house. But I also think, and I got to say this, this is honest now, I, I think that Peyton, Peyton could have stole the show. Peyton could, I said this before I went out there. And I'm telling you, there were so many you know, the hospital out there, there's a children's hospital. It's called Peyton Manning. They name it, it's Peyton Manning's hospital. Really? Peyton Manning Hospital. <laughs> He's still playing. He ain't dead. Right. You know, normally when you die, they do that. Peyton, they let, Gotta him, love it. They letting Peyton smell his roses. Gotta I, I, love I, it. I like that. You know, he, he's smelling his roses. But, okay, here's what I want to say. Peyton could have stole the entire show. Mm-hmm. It could have been about Peyton. He, Peyton could have made himself available. He could have been, there could have been a, a spotting at different places and you could see, you could see Peyton Manning. And, and all the media would have, he could have tweeted, I'm over here, I'm over here, I'm doing, everybody, all the media, everybody, when we were there, man, it was a Super Bowl, but still, the most interesting story of the weekend, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. And I think Peyton, I mean, that just shows you when they talk about who's the most valuable player in the league this past year, it was, it really, it really was. Peyton was the story. Peyton was the story. If Peyton would have called a press conference, if he called a, he could have called a press conference <laughs> at the same time that they were announced in the Hall of Fame, who was inducted in the Hall of Fame. Right. <laughs> or he could have called a press They'd conference at the same time that they were having the team press conference. Uh, Peyton would have shut it down. He would have, that's how much on the edge those people are. That's how much on the edge the media was looking for stories the whole time they were there. The undertone of whatever was going on, they checking, they vibrate. Coming back to Peyton. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, my phone vibrating? <laughs> Peyton store? Oh, they were looking for a Peyton store. And, and the fact of the matter is, based on what was happening, we were there. The sense was that it, in the atmosphere, it was, it was cold mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. it came. It was warm. But in the city, but it was cold as it related to Peyton because I think those people feel as if he's he's not he's not going to be there anymore. I really it, it, that kind that was kind of an o- overtone undertone mm-hmm. just a tone mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. was that because of this, the tweet because the, the release supposedly the two doctors cleared Peyton. And then Ursa came right back. No, whoa, not whoa. my people, not my people. That's not true. And and every time there was one person would say something, there'd be a rebuttal that was totally the opposite. <laughs> nothing nothing was in cahoots amongst the two of them. They were never on the same page mm-hmm. with anything. Now the fact of the matter is, you already going down as one. Now Peyton's only been to two Super Bowls and only won one, but he's still going down as one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, if Hall not the greatest, because he's broke just about all the records. Hall of Famer. Okay, okay. So there's no dignity in the way we let you go, the way you're being treated. See, that's the thing about this league. You know, it's it's like, what have you done for me lately? That's all it's about. But you know that. What was that? North Dallas 40. You remember my favorite line in North Dallas 40 was, when I call it a game, you call it a business. When I call it a business, you call it a game. And he was talking to management and ownership. 
Every time I'm ready to talk business, you tell me, don't worry, it's just a game. When you come at me and I say, but I'm playing the game, you tell me it's a business. So right now, Peyton is saying, I thought it was a game. And Indy's going, no, no, it's a business now. Mm. So it never, it only changes when ownership wants it to change. As long as they want it to be a game, it's a game. Yeah, and that's what that's what players have always told people because people always say to players, "Well, you know, how can you how can you uh, go to training camp or hold out a training camp when you got a contract?" You know, it's only a contract when they wanted to be a contract. Look, I, only, had, I had a few contracts, Ray. Talk to him. Talk to him. <laughs> still in the drawer. See, and, and, name on there. And let me tell you something. Looked at apartments, ready to move, and the next thing you know. Man, who could that be? That's the turk. Hey, uh, uh, coach wants to see you bring your playbook. Mm. Who, me? Mm. I thought that. I thought cuts was over. I thought I made the squad. Don't answer the door. Don't answer the right. door. Right. Tell him I'm not here. <laughs> In this particular case, somebody got to answer the door because there's a payment that's due. Somebody could determine if, if we're going to make this payment or not. And here's the thing about it is somebody's got to make a decision that, okay, if you release him and, and you let him go, now he's on the free agent market. Okay. okay, he's on the free agent market. Do you take Peyton Manning knowing that Peyton is not even throwing the ball? Peyton, ain't, Peyton is not even running. Peyton is not working out like he's an NFL quarterback. Are you willing to take that risk on Peyton Manning? Uh, yeah. I, I take a, a, a leaper on him as long as that contract. So do you trade? Okay, well, then if you know somebody's going to take Peyton Manning, yeah. and you know Peyton Manning can play, but you just feel like he's damaged goods, then why cut him and let him go into the free agent market? Why not trade him? Well, that's where Peyton will come back and go, wait a minute. Instead of all of this, because he's already on record, is going, I'll take less I, money. I, yeah, I'll I will restructure. I will restructure. So if you'll do that out there, Peyton, if you'll do that here, it's poker right now, right? It's poker. It's, it's chicken. It's who going to turn, who going to swerve first? Who going to swerve? Because Peyton already threw his card out there. I'll take less money. Now, Ursay's got to come back and go, well, if you'll take less money, why don't we just keep you here? The fact of the matter is, if he's willing to restructure his contract, which somebody he said, else. he's willing to restructure. No, he's willing to restructure it to stay in Indianapolis. I didn't hear that. Yeah, he's willing to restructure it to stay in Indianapolis. I didn't hear that. Peyton wants to stay in Indianapolis. He does not want to lose. But, but, but I understand that, but. First of all, I would know that it, based on that 28... Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Because uh, what we're going to do, we're going to take this last break, and we're going to come back in a couple minutes, and then we're going to finish it out. But hold that, hold, 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 hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. I'll try. Will Peyton take less money and stay in Indianapolis, or will he go someplace else? You listen to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. We'll be right back. Hold that thought. flagship station for sports voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree 
spies are especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're back from this new rail of sports on the Voice American Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters, and I just ask Ike to hold his breath, and he's now <sighs> exhaling. And you're and, killing me, you know, right? But the thing about it is, you know, uh. that's what Pop said, because because Peyton was speaking the wrong words, the wrong term, because Peyton was saying it doesn't have to be guaranteed money, and Pop is saying, ho, ho, restructure now, but it's guaranteed. Get the money guaranteed, Peyton. You know, you are my son, uh, you know, and, and, you know, listen, me, you, and Eli worked the deal out to get Eli in New York to do things right. You, we got, don't, come on now, you're right. going gonna to compromise our football intelligence here. We just guarantee money on the table. Don't talk about you it. Like doesn't you, have to be like guaranteed. You sound like you walk on. Oh, man, come on now. You know, no, you, you, it actually sounds a little bit like what Ricky Williams did back in the day. Yeah, you know, because Ricky wanted. Incentive yeah, Okay, now you know what I'm talking about, right? Okay, so. And ain't that interesting, both those kind of contracts in the media right now and you know, Peyton's talking about not guaranteeing. But listen, Peyton, get your money. But I'm going to tell you what I feel. Uh, uh, because uh, I'm, uh, Well, you I, said he shouldn't even play no more. Allstad. Uh, Allstad. You remember the big dude? Yeah. Big yeah, Allstad. Yeah, from yeah, Ballon Allstad. Tampa Bay okay. went to Purdue. I, I, saw, I saw Mike down at the Super Bowl. And Mike. How was he looking? He appears to. He, he has some neck issues. Well, and he's a fullback. Yeah, he's a fullback, man. He and just, you know, just off the chain. Still look like he could play tomorrow. And I was just concerned about the way I saw his neck, and to me it looked as if he 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 had some damage. If he nobody had, had the Frankenstein t- look, it, it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, you know, and and you know, Mike made some decisions, and we had a conversation about advice for the what new he said? the next generation of I people. I mean, for real, what do what do what do you say about his Peyton? thing? Was well, he said, real talk, know, keep playing, play as long as you can play, and uh, you know, you know, you can't take a person's dream away from them, and and I'm like, yeah, I like all that. But at the same time, you know, was that the company answer? Or was that real? Well, to me, it was. Re- like it was. It was, re- it was real. Me. It was real for him. But he hasn't been away from the game enough years to look back. You know how we look back on some things and we say, "Well, you know, I might have done them differently." I would still play the game, but when it came Stop to injuries, it, Ray, you would not listen. When it comes, you to certain, walked away. Yeah, I did. When it came to certain injuries, because after you know, I, I went to the coach. Let me go for a day. Then I realized I went to a doctor. They told me how bad my neck was. Once they told me how bad my neck was, I didn't try to. Don't you ain't got to call nobody else for me. I got a little bit of Lord's London over here. Let's go. Let's handle that business, okay? Because I want children. I want to go. I want to play with my children. I want to have fun. So I think when it gets to a certain point, and you you see the risk, like right now, the generation of ball players now, the game is safer. They're making different decisions in terms of how they're playing the game because they have history of knowing. What the results can be if you can continue. Like Herman Edwards told me, homeboy, homeboy, don't keep running up in there like that. You ain't going to last too long. You last too long. But not only you're not going to last too long, they show you what the consequences of what you're going to look like. And, and, the, and the research, God bless again, Brother Dave Dorson, mm. you know, 
the research has shown that that CTE thing is, you know, Dave thought he had it. It's real. Okay, so with that kind of information nowadays, the players today, that's why they playing like they play in the Pro Bowl. They playing touch football that's because it. if I ain't gotta tackle you, I don't, I ain't, I'm not gonna tackle you like that. Like it's, you know, like it really means. As a matter of fact, tell me, I don't remember. It wasn't no, the Super Bowl wasn't no smash mouth football game. It was good. Games. It was some good so, games. But what, no, some it, solid. Man, hit. it wasn't no. It wasn't no. But it, no. Hits. no. Woo, I don't, woo. But, but both of those teams are. are there are no woos on there. What? There's nobody that you go woo on. Neither one of those teams. You, you, but they you, got they have finesse players right up front with the Giants, but, but, the, but no, there ain't nobody but, but, going. But the, Giants, but the Giants, but but even though you don't get the woo hits from the Giants, the Giants is a, that's a physical football team. They pound you in the running game and they pound you on the defense. I take that back. They the swarm. first the first two plays, Ross. Aaron Ross came up from that cornerback. He, he made a couple. Yeah, he couple, made a couple. Yeah, wounds went up under up. somebody, yes, cut somebody, flipped somebody. Yeah, yeah. he had so, a couple. So, wounds. so it was still kind of a physical game, but it wasn't that helmet to helmet kind yes, of thing. Sir. You know, the day's over with. Yeah, right? and, and, and so Ain't no more helmet. And helmet. so me as a former player, as I advise players coming into the game now, I'm not even. I'm not even telling nobody go take anybody out. I'm not telling them to take them out like we used to do back in the day. No, that's not. The, you know, make the tackle. This is the, the football today. You t- it's tackle football. It really is. It's 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 an it's an enhancement of street football. Back in the day, because street football, we tackle, but we didn't hit, we didn't use our head. But you know, it was some cats that you know you. Yeah. It was some rough dudes that you you know. I, you, I, don't, I don't even know how you tackle rough with no pads on. But you know, it was some cats out there, man. Yo, man, I want I want I want Boo Boo on my team. I got Boo Boo. Who you got? Because <laughs> he was I, one of the cats running. Craig, yeah, well, I don't know what it was, but Boo Boo. It was we had no pads on, but Boo Boo could hit. Now, and, I, and, I, it felt harder than everybody you else. You see what I'm saying? The way he took you down, but no pads. But we we knew. Okay, man, I got Boo Boo. Right. You got <laughs> on, my, on my squad, so we could play some Boo. Football in the NFL now, but we just not knocking each other out. And and Mike felt a little bit different about that. I think in some cases, you know. But anyway, shout out to Mike. Anyway, man, I'm gonna talk to Mike. And 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 listen, I, I said to him that there are a lot of things going on that we need to make sure he's involved with. And you know, maybe get Mike on the show here, oh, yeah. and, and we could talk about some things. But so in closing, and we got we got three minutes till we close here. Um, you still haven't told me a team that you you know you think should grab. Peyton Manning. If the coach let him go, give me a team you think should take Peyton Manning. Well, from everything I felt and what I heard this weekend, there was one dreaded monster of a wide was receiver. There a, was there a sighting? There was a serious sighting of a dinner. Did somebody? Okay, was it on? Was it on YouTube? Was it on Facebook? Was it on Twitter? Come on, man! It was the big story on the big places. It was on a big. Oh, they had on the it. big place. They captured. They saw it. There was no. There was no rumor. Oh man. Peyton Manning. Oh man, caught together in a little dinner. Wow. Wow. What do you think that conversation now, was okay, about? Okay, now you're gonna read into that. There was something going on. And I'm reading so deep into that, I see him in a cardinal uniform. Man, and you know, you know why? Because he's going from one dome to another dome, and it's something about aged athletes, a la Grand Hill and the boys. When you get out here to Arizona. Man, they got some doctors out here that can fix you Man, up. I, I'm going to tell you what, though. But, you know, when you see the sneak meeting going on, it's the sneak me. I remember I saw Reggie White in the sneak meeting. Reggie was in the back of a car, bent all over. We up in Detroit, man. The Eagles having practice in the line. <laughs> Reggie in the sneak meeting, you know, in the back of the car, the agent and the GM right. in the front. And Reggie in the back next day, you know, next morning, Reggie had the uniform on. Gone. So when you bust him in the sneak meeting, 
Some going. They talking about something. Yeah. They talking about you know. They wasn't talking can, about the weather, Ray. Can, can it happen? It can happen. And Larry already dome the dome. And Larry got eighty mil. So they dome got the dome. They got some money. And and you know Peyton a lot of throw to him. Uh, one thing about it, I think with Peyton, up, but again, Larry, very slowly. Larry is kind of he's losing. Larry used to be a real good deep threat. I don't know, if, you know, football is like dog years, man. I man. never thought he was a deep threat. Oh, he was. Ooh. I mean, I never really saw him. Maybe Kurt was he had that fat ass, but Kurt I never was, thought of him as a oh, as a. Wow. I mean, I, you don't see receivers out there like that, <laughs> man. No, big re- man is big receivers now. I uh, now, know, big, but big I mean, re- even back in the day, it's just something that that. I just didn't see the burner in him. Now he it might have been one of those where you look at him and, and it was a disguise speed. And Larry, yeah, I just never it saw might, it. Yeah, it was some of that. And Larry was doing some of that West Coast stuff, man. He catch that quick slant, he could turn it up and, and go. go. And, 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 and he ain't getting right. I remember Matt Pittsburgh. And they're, and they're not they're not running him down. He was the truth. Larry ain't getting caught. No, no, he ain't getting, gone. I'm gonna say it's a sneaky yeah, kind of yeah, speed. He got that Mike Quick kind of thing, man. You know? Pick him up, put him down, stretch him out real long. And you just can't catch him. Well, we'll see what's gonna happen, man. We got music, so we that means the show gotta be over. But I tell you what, well, we'll come I'm going to, to get my week. Peyton Manning journey, jersey. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get his number on there, put his name on the back. You in, heard uh, it first. Carter you heard jersey. it first. I, the Spartan told you he's coming here, man. Coming. You've been listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America on, Network. Peyton. I'm back in Phoenix living like it matters. And I'll see you next time, which will be the best time.